0: This is the FBCG Live podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is entitled, Jonah's Prejudice. We all have our preferences. These preferences can cause us to treat people differently. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Let me invite you to open your Bibles to the book of Jonah. I'm I'm, I'm in a series that I've been in for several weeks now, and I've had to skip a week here. I skipped Mother's Day and I skipped uh, last Sunday cuz it was Young Adult Sunday and I'm I'm finally at the final message about Jonah. So this is Jonah part 4, the Jonah series part 4. And uh, I want you to turn to chapter 4. There are 11 verses in chapter 4. And I'm going to be reading and preaching through all 11 verses. So if you have a moment, uh, I'm not going to read them out early early on like we normally do, but I'm going to be just preaching through this Fourth chapter. But let me just set the stage for those who may have missed our previous message, messages about this. We, we're, we're, this will be our final week, but we started off looking at week one, talking about Jonah making a trip to the wrong place. We looked at Jonah making a decision to disobey God. God gave Jonah specific instructions go to Nineveh and preach, God told, Joe, told him. Go to Nineveh and preach. But Jonah decided not to go to Nineveh. Instead, he boarded a ship, took a cruise to Tarshish. He didn't want to do what God told him to do. And because of his disobedience, the whole audience, the whole crowd of people on board that ship ended up in a dramatic storm in, in, in and being tossed to and fro. While Jonah himself was down in the belly of the ship's leak, they were upstairs fighting for their lives. And when they finally concluded that Jonah was the problem, they eventually threw him overboard. They eventually got him off the ship and the, the, the storm ceased and Jonah ended up in the belly of a whale. So here we find Jonah in a predicament deal. We find Jonah in a circumstance where he is, uh, uh, he is trying to escape God. And we took a look at how important it is For you and I to be obedient to whatever it is God tells us to do. That's what we spent time talking about. The importance of being obedient. Jonah gets thrown overboard, but God has a whale right there. A a great fish, the Bible says, that swallowed up Jonah. And there Jonah stayed in the belly of the whale for several days. There he is in the middle of this nightmare of a situation. Just as we talked about in part two of the series, we talked about being in the middle of, a, of drama, in the middle of a challenge, in the middle of a, of a challenging moment. And I believe and I am persuaded and I am convinced and convicted that no matter what your circumstances might be, you might be in the middle of a, a, a hella situation like Jonah was, but Jonah finds himself praying in the belly of this whale. And I I entitled that message that we we can pray even when our situation seems hopeless. That's what we spend time talking about, being in the middle of a hopeless situation. We serve a God who has the ability and the capacity to respond and answer to your dilemma and to your challenging moments. And that's what God did. God responded to Jonah's uh, prayer, And we took a look at how he prayed and what he prayed. And and when he finished his prayer, the Bible says that that great fish, that whale, vomited him up on the shores on dry ground. He got vomited up on dry land. God brought him to a place where he could make his way to do what it is God told him to do. And it was birthed out of his prayer life. I, I was trying to get us to understand that we serve a God that hears and answers our prayers. We want to be people of prayer. We've got to be passionate about praying and talking to God. And that's what Jonah did. He prayed. But the story doesn't stop there. He eventually agrees to go to Nineveh and preach. He goes to Nineveh and he makes the declaration. He preaches. Jonah goes and makes the declarations to the people of God and he preaches to them. And a remarkable thing happens. The people respond. And here's what we talked about in part three. We talked about that we serve a God of a second chance. That's what we talked about. He's a God that will give you another chance. God gave Jonah another chance and God gave the people of Nineveh another chance. You might be backslidden. You might have done the wrong things, the wrong choices. You might not be obedient to God. You might be backslidden. You might be uh, uh, disobeying God in your life, but God will give you another chance. Anybody here glad that God will give you another chance? I'm glad that he's a God who will give you a second chance. He gave, he gave Jonah a second chance and he gave them a second chance. And so today I want to close in part four and take a look at this fourth chapter. And I want to talk about Jonah's prejudice. Jonah's prejudice. Prejudice. He, he had, he, he had a prejudice. He had prejudice. He was prejudiced. He had Jonah had uh, his own racial issues. He had his own uh, discrimination points. And we all have prejud- prejudices. We, do, we all have our preferences. But unfortunately, sometimes those preferences cause us to treat people unfairly. Amen. I'm frustrated and disappointed. And, 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 and to be honest with you, I get outright angry, especially when I look at some of these Documentaries about how our ancestors got treated in the past. I had the privilege of watching this, the Tulsa uh, Black Street, Black Wall Street uh, historic documentaries that have gone on uh, throughout the week about these, how these people were treated in Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It it causes something to rise up in me to see how people are treated. And whenever I hear historically about how uh, people of color have been treated over. Uh, the history of this nation. It is, it, it. I have to guard my own heart and say to God, "Don't allow me to pick up my own anger and frustration with people who don't look like me." And I, and I want to say to people of color that that we can be just as guilty if we pick up the same frustration and anger and, and and hatred and and want to pay people back. Uh, uh, or get people back or want them to hurt as much as, as we have felt to hurt. Yes, I do get upset and angry. and Yes, I get mad. But I am persuaded and reminded that God will do what's right in the long run. He will take care of that. He's the God. But, I, but Jonah in this situation is angry at the people of Nineveh. He has a prejudice against them. That's what I want to talk about for just a few moments. Look at chapter 4. Look at chapter 4 for just a few moments. Look at chapter 4 of Jonah. It says this in verse number 1. It says this, But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he became angry. Oh, I guess the only way that you can understand the full breadth of verse 1 of chapter 4 is you got to go to chapter 3 and verse 10. The last verse of chapter 3 and verse 10 says this, Then God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way. And God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them and he did not do it. God did not bring the judgment upon the people of Nineveh that he had said he was going to do. Jonah went through and preached to them and told them, y'all better repent or else God's going to bring judgment. You better turn around. You better change your ways. And Jonah actually wanted God to judge them. But instead... God relented, it says right here. God changed his mind. God, verse 10 says, God had relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them and he did not do it. And so when we get to chapter four and verse one, it said, it displeased Jonah exceedingly. He was displeased and he became angry. Jonah had an had a attitude of anger and frustration. He was mad, uh, upset. Jonah John was displeased because he was focused on wanting God to bring judgment on them. But be, because he's a God of a second chance, he didn't bring judgment on them. I wonder if any of you have ever been upset. Have you ever been mad or angry because God blessed somebody that you wanted him to judge? Oh, go ahead, somebody right there. Have you ever gotten mad because you saw God reward somebody that you feel didn't deserve the reward? Jonah, Jonah was frustrated and focused on the, 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 the drama that he wanted God to bring upon the Ninevites. And because God didn't bring it, he got upset and he got angry. Uh, in chapter two, it says, uh, of chapter four and verse two, it says, so he prayed to the Lord and said, look at verse two. He prayed, Jonah prayed to the Lord and said, oh, Lord, was not this what I said when I was still in my country Therefore, I fled previously to Tarshish. He said, look, this is the whole reason I, I didn't go to Nineveh because I knew if I went and preached, you would have mercy upon them, he says. So I went to, I went to Tarshish. I was headed toward Tarshish because I wanted to see. I didn't want them to get God's mercy and, and grace. Matter of fact, he said, I fled previously to Tarshish for I know, verse 2, that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger And abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. Isn't that great that we serve a God that is that is gracious and merciful and slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and who relents from doing harm? That's what the God we serve will do. That's his posture. Now I don't know if I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but somebody needs to know that the God we serve, his very nature is that he's a God who will be gracious. He's a very God who will be merciful and slow to anger. And when God demonstrated his character to the people of Nineveh, Jonah got upset. Jonah got mad. Matter of fact, he wasn't just displeased. The brother was angry. He had an attitude. I I can't imagine uh, being so upset uh, at something that God did. Uh, that I would that I get so upset in verse 3 look at what verse 3 says therefore now O Lord please take my life from me for it is better for me to die than to live Jonah got so upset that he said I'd rather die than live I'd rather you take my life than to let me see you do goodness to somebody what is wrong with your heart Jonah something is wrong with your mind your way of thinking your your thinking is backwards your heart is backwards God demonstrated mercy to the people of Nineveh just like he showed you mercy. You could have been dead inside of that whale. You could have lost your life inside of that great fish. But God gave you a second chance and he gave the people of Nineveh a second chance. But Jonah, unfortunately, his, his anger, he was fueled by his prejudice against the people of Nineveh. And I want to preach to our community and to our people that we are just as wrong and just as evil if we pick up a prejudice of, if we're just as prejudiced against people who don't look like us or even those who don't treat us that way. I've been teaching in Bible study over the last several weeks that God has called us not to retaliate against people who do us wrong, but instead to love the hell out of them. That's what God tells us to do. Love them. Love them, be, be kind to them, do good to them. They smack you on one cheek, turn the other cheek. They sue you, uh, give them your coat and your sweater. That's the love of God. That's what he calls us to do. That's the attitude that he wants us to have. And African-Americans and people of color must recognize that while we have been victims of prejudices, we must not likewise pick up the same wrong attitude and be prejudiced against other people who don't look like us. Our country has been divided. We have the haves and haves not. As a matter of fact, we got prejudices even among our own people. We got the light skin versus the dark skin. We got the have versus the have nots We got the people who live in the nice community versus the people who don't live in the nice communities. We, We are called to be loving and kind to everybody regardless of what they look like, whether they came from our neck of the woods, whether they in the hood or not in the hood, wherever they is. We are called to love them unconditionally. And and my challenge is to say to you, don't you pick up the same attitude that that Jonah had. He became angry. Uh, Don't you pick up that same posture that he had and walk in the same way that he had. God has not called us to walk in that same posture or behavior. He had the wrong behavior. He got angry and mad and upset. And so look at verse uh, look at verse 4. So the Lord said, then the Lord said to him, the Lord starts talking to him. He all mad. Jonah is mad and angry and upset. And he said, I'd rather die than to see God do good to the people of Nineveh. I'm, I, I'm upset about what God has done. And then when we get to verse 4, the Lord starts talking. Then the Lord said, is it right for you to be angry? Can I, can I, can I say something to y'all? When God asks questions, it's not because he doesn't know the answer. <laughs> he knows the answer. See, the, the Lord said, is it right for you to be angry? So Jonah, look at verse 5. So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city. Listen to this. Now watch this. God said to him, is, is it, is it it's okay for you to be angry? So he went out of the city, left Nineveh, sat on the outskirts east side of the city, there he made himself a shelter and sat under it in the shade. Listen to this, till he might see what would become of the city. Y'all missed it. I have to explain it to you. In other words, he he went out, he went out and, and sat on the outskirts of the city with the hopes that God might still bring judgment on him. And that y'all, y'all, y'all might not want to confess it. Y'all might not want to admit it. But you know there have been times when people did wrong to you and you, you just sat back and waited. Yeah. And you believed and you wanted. And some of y'all prayed. You wanted God. to, You wanted him to do something to them. You waited for God to hurt them. You waited for lightning to strike down. You waited for them to lose their job. You waited for, the, for something bad to happen and then it didn't happen. Yeah. It didn't happen. Jonah found himself sitting on the outskirts of the city, and he thought something would happen. But instead, God teaches Jonah a lesson through an experience. Amen. Listen. And verse six says this: Are y'all still with me? Are y'all with, are y'all with me? Yes. Verse six it says, yes. it says, and the Lord prepared a plant and made it come up over Jonah that it might be shade for his head to deliver him from his misery. Here he was out in the, sh- the sweltering heat of the day and God says, now that little shelter you made is all right, but let me show you some real shelter. And God created a plant and made the plant grow and come up and cover Jonah that it might be shade for him to deliver him from his misery. And look at verse, the latter part of verse 6 says, so Jonah was very grateful for the plant. He was very thankful for the plant. But as the morning dawned, verse 7, the next day, God prepared a worm. God, I need y'all to get this. and it, it, it uh, Slow down, Pastor. I'm, I'm about to go too fast. Y'all need, I, I need y'all to see. This. Y'all not seeing this. I need y'all to see this. God made a plant come over him that sheltered him, verse 6, and he was grateful for the plant. But then God, verse 7, But as the morning dawned, the next day, God prepared a worm. And it so damaged the plant that it withered. Y'all miss, see, that's why why y'all need a pastor. I got to explain something to y'all. He had a plant that God made that came over him that, that he loved and appreciated. But the next day, God prepared a worm. Okay, y'all, Did see, I got to explain everything. God made the plant and the worm. God made the plant that sheltered him, but God also made the worm that caused the plant that withered away. God made both of them. Y'all see that? But as morning dawned, the next day God prepared a worm, and it so damaged the plant that it withered. And in verse 8, and it happened, verse 8. When the sun arose that God prepared a vehement east wind and the sun beat on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. I need y'all to see all this stuff God made. God made the plant. God made the worm. Now God brought uh, 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 the sun to come back up and he caused the wind to blow. uh, And it was so uh, the, the sun beat on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. That he wished death for himself, and he said, "It is better for me to die than to live." But everything that happened to him, God caused it to happen. God caused the plant. God created the worm. God created the sun to come back up. God created the wind to come up, come about. All of the stuff that's happening to him, God created. Then God said, verse nine, verse nine. Then God said to Jonah is it right for you to be angry about the plant? And he said, it is right for me to be angry, even to the death. God said to Jonah, is it, is it, is it right for you to be mad because the plant's gone? In other words, you didn't make the plant. I created the plant. It's my plant. I I grew the plant, I created the plant, I gave the plant life, it's my decision whether the plant lived. God said it's my decision whether the plant died and you got upset uh, because the plant withered away and you didn't have anything to do with the life or the death of the plant. You didn't have anything to do with the plant, you just enjoyed the benefits of the plant. He says, is it right for you to be angry about that? But the Lord said, verse 10, I'm trying to hurry up. You have had pity on the plant for which you have had pity on the plant for which you have not labored, nor made it grow, which came up in a night and perished in the night. And should I not have pity on Nineveh? Y'all missed a great spot. Should I not have pity upon a people that I created? It's 120,000 of the people who live in that city and you don't think I should have pity on them that I shouldn't care about them that I shouldn't give them life I shouldn't give them strength I, couldn't, I shouldn't forgive them you don't think I should show them mercy yeah. you, and I'm saying here's my, here's my point I, 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 I'm, I'm worn out I'm tired I'm tired now I can't preach long like I used to preach but I'm tired I'm tired, I'm tired. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get the point over to your that when you get upset and mad with somebody, when you show prejudice against somebody, when you're racist against somebody, when you get angry with somebody, when you are unjust to somebody, when you don't forgive somebody, when you treat somebody wrongly, when when you have the attitude of Jonah, Jonah had the wrong attitude. He didn't give the Ninevites life. He didn't make them live. He can't make them die. He, he should just ha- expect God to give them the same compassion that God gave to him. I don't know where y'all are, but I know God's been gracious to me. God has been kind to me. And in this day and age and during this time, when it's so easy to pick up an attitude and be mad with people, with all this racial division and tension in our country, with blacks on one side and whites on the other side and the Asians on yet another side and the Hispanics on yet another side, there's so much division between the Christians and the non-Christians and the rich and the poor. There's so much division in our country. God created us all. And he has the right to be just to us all and to give us all another chance. And my assignment to us today is that we ought to have compassion upon everybody. We ought to be merciful to everybody. We ought to show kindness to everybody. I I challenge you today that if it's something in your heart where you're hoping God pays somebody back or you're hoping God judges somebody or brings judgment on somebody or whips somebody or, or causes somebody to lose their job or lose their career or you're hoping the worst on somebody, that's not the heart of a believer that God's called us to have. God has called us to recognize that, that he, he wants to have mercy on everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to I challenge you today. I don't know what's in your heart. I don't know who you're mad at. I don't know who pissed you off. <laughs> pissed you off. Let me use biblical terms. I don't know who offended you. I don't know who's hurt you. Amen. I don't know who you want God to pay back for you. But the posture that we ought to have is to share the truth with them. And preach your truth to them and hope the best for them. And hope that God gives them another chance at life. That's my challenge to you today. That's my word. That's my hope for you today. That you would be the kind of a person with the mentality and the mindset. Not like Jonah. Please don't be like Jonah. I appreciate that he turned around and got his heart in a place to to obey God but his heart still wasn't right because when he saw the people repent, he got mad. He was displeased. He got angry. And he's still leaving after the people repented and God showed them mercy. He went on the outskirts of the city and waited for judgment. He still wanted God to judge them. That's not the right attitude. God is saying to you and I, we are to not have that kind of mindset. And and, And what I'm grateful for that we serve a God who doesn't show us the judgment that he should have shown us. He, He could have put us out. He could have judged us. He could have killed us. All of us could be dead right now. We could have lost our life long time ago. We could have lost our life. But I'm grateful that we serve a God that gives us another chance. He's a God of another chance. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr., when you are unjust and have the wrong attitude toward others, we must remind ourselves of how God treats us. We must have compassion towards everyone. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website at give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.